Stupid fucked up, wicked high Don't you ever just wonder why We didn't learn the true history But now they're about to teach you and me smoke any more of that joint dude <laughs> i'm so high ah! see this is what happens when you run out of shit and then suddenly you're like i'm, I'm so high be. well i think we should what Tell introduce me. ourselves before people lose who interest. are you i thank you stranger i just met on the street who are and you invited me you into my attic i am abby what if we call you like abby smith and we call me like Liv johnson those are so generic exactly <laughs> Those are like our book names and our yeah. stage names. And like, no, if I had a stage name, I took a quiz once. If I had a stage name, it was going to be Lola Sweet Thighs. Are you sure it was this? St- you mean stage name? What did, like, what like did a dancer. thousand cats just die? What's happening? That's Is that my nice ringtone. Mo- yeah. Answer the goddamn okay, can phone. You, anyway. Okay, Lola Sweet Thighs. That I hope, was my. Can I preface though? Are you saying stage name like you mean like dancer like with a big pole well that's or like what the, name that's like what, pen name hold on that's what the stripper survey when i took when i was like 14 said okay no that's what i want to make sure because but you were like dancing around stage that? why can't you use the stage slash stripper name as like a pen name i don't really see a difference Do what you? was your last name the stage re- name? Are you asking me what no, my the real sta- last the name is? Stage name. Oh, Lola. I want, I want you to hear it. Thighs. Sweet thighs. Would you one pick word? A- all one word. Would you pick Capital a- S, all one word. Lola Sweet Thighs. I don't think I would read a book if that person. Well, actually, I probably would. I'd be. You wouldn't curious. read a book about Lola Sweet Thighs. Yeah, I probably would. I'd be pretty interested in her. All right. But I'm Abby. I do things. Okay. You're Abby, and I am Liv Johnson, and we are the hosts of Untold High Story. Yeah, where where we get get very, very high and have a slight couple glasses of wine and talk about things and slash specifically people that you never learned about in history class or your younger years. It's It's extra cool because Abby and I grew up in different parts of the U.S., I grew up on the East Coast. Yeah, and I grew up in the Midwest. So I think We learned that, two different types of history is yeah, the bottom line. definitely. Okay, but I'm going to be honest. Think about, like, what I learned and what a city three hours away from me learned. That's even going to be so different. True. Every school district is going to... do you remember, like, legit bullying me at the bar the night you found out that I didn't know where the glaciers came from? Or, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. the lakes? The lakes came yeah. from... Because they came from <laughs> the glaciers. And every good little Minnesotan native knows that, but I am not a Minnesota native. I did not know that. Yeah, you had no clue, like what severely questioning what was going on and how they came to be. And you were like, "Yeah, actually, there's over ten thousand lakes, and actually, they were all formed because." Well, sit down for Paul Bunyan cried a thought. No, that's. Oh, I was like, that is the thing you tell the five year olds when they're like, (laughs) "Where did the lakes come from?" But it's actually from all the glaciers and them melting and then creating the lakes. Well, let's get back on track because I'm curious. 
bias about your weird supernatural goddess topic or whatever. You're only saying the word goddess because I told you she was I a goddess. I know. I was trying to think of another word and I panicked and okay. I said goddess. Let me really quick. I'm going to talk about my sources. Four of them. Wikipedia. GreekLegendsAndMyths.com. Mm. ScreenRant.com. Mm-hmm. And the New Yorker. So I chose Hippolyta, H-I-P-P-O-L-Y-T-A. Hippolyta. Also called Hippolyte with an E at the end. But either way, it's part of Greek mythology. So I chose to hone in on her story. She was the queen of Amazons. Oh, like the forest? Amazon. Oh, no. oh, the ladies. The ladies. The ladies. Oh. I'm so glad you said that. Oh my God. So, the um, women. and I'll get into a little bit of the background of the. Okay, so Amazons. she was their god? Yes. So she was the queen of Amazon. She was known for her infamous golden girdle, which Heracles stole for her. Now, I go into this. Heracles and Hercules are the same person. Oh, so it's like the hip Hippola and the Hippolyta. Exactly. Okay. So one is Greek and the other is Roman, but both are the demigod. They're the product of Hera and Zeus. So Heracles, Hercules, what we both know is Wait, because does Hercules the Disney Hercules, is that true? Yes. Is her name Hippolyta and I never paid attention? Oh no, no, no. Her name, his mother's name is still Hera, and Hera is a part of this story. Hippolyta is a different character. Oh, She's okay. not been talked about in, like, mainstream Anything? Disney. So mainstream. tell me why. She's just part of <laughs> other people's stories. So oh, um, Hippolyta girl. was the love child of Otrera and Ares. Oh. So you've probably heard of Ares, I'm yes, guessing, because we've war. learned the same things in college. Yeah. But first, we'll start with Otrera. And yeah, Otrera was her mother. She was the daughter of Eurus, and he was the god of the east wind. So at the time in Greek mythology, there were gods of every direction of wind. He was the god of the east Okay, wind. why does no one learn about this more? This is so cool. Dude, when I got into, like, deep diving into all this shit, like, it is so cool. So this she is the god was, of the east. And her mother was the creator of the Amazons. Warrior women made up of Persian, Egyptian, Chinese, and other descents. In Greece, they were the objects of romantic fascination. And I'm sure they were so tall. Greek stories about Amazons expressed the ancient Greeks' yearning for gender equality. What? And thus, she was the first queen of them. And that's... So they were created to, like, promote gender equality? I mean... But yes. think about it. And they because were, they made them as strong as men exactly. and as tall as men. And they as, had like these marital equalities. They could kill just like men. They could train just like men. They could get strong like men. It was all this like really equal, like very progressive thinking for the time. That is so cool. So long ago to have these people being like, this so is So my bullshit. main question <laughs> when I started digging into all of this was like yeah. really about race. And like, so if they're Amazonian, initially I thought like, oh, they must be of like African or like South American descent but still of like brown skin Mm -hmm. as I go forward we'll find that that's not necessarily true because they were from communities i.e. Persia Egypt China yeah they are all different colors they are all different descents they are all different ranges of brown yes yes like if you literally google Amazonian warrior women you will get an image that is just like a mixed bag of women. Okay, but honestly, think about that, though. Have you ever seen those simulations of
of like what babies and what the population is going to look like in hundreds of years. Yes. And it's going to pretty All these soon, multiracial people yes, breeding with one another yes, to pretty, create this like perfect like human. grab bag yeah. of different races and ethnicities yeah. and you know different people here and there la la la. So that's so cool that way back in this mythology that thinking was No, that still was there. just like me. That was really just me questioning like what descent is this person? Yeah. What, like what role? Where do they come from? This kind of thing. Yeah. But it's cool that it came from all over and they were already promoting, you know, racial equality and mixing of races and exactly. Like, just so this is just kind of a fun fact. She built a temple to honor both her lover Aries and the god Artemis because apparently he had also bestowed like a lot of really fortunate gifts upon her and like made her life really easy. Although the temples were destroyed and rebuilt numerous times throughout like war and then they would rebuild oh, yeah. them like, eventually the temple of artemis would become known as one of the seven wonders of the world what so like that's a thing that's happening that's why she gets a little bit more recognition that's why she's told the thing about her story and i'll get into a little bit more as i progress is just she's always a character in somebody else's story yeah she's never so hippolyta is always protagonist in her own story sad she's always like just that person that you met with in like two chapters and then like said your piece and then they died exactly so aries her father is the god of bloodlust he represented the distasteful aspects of brutal warfare and slaughter okay not good not literally when i read that good. sentence i just thought of like 300 the movie Blood oh i shed, couldn't even get through that slaughter. Honestly, yeah just so... it's just like gore Ugh, you know yeah her sisters were antiope and penthesilathia <laughs> It is speculated that all three were queens of the Amazon at some point, but this is hearsay from a nymph named Harmonia. Liar. So we don't really know. Fucking liar. We know that Hippolyta was queen of the Amazon. Fuck the sisters or whoever. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So as a symbol of her right to rule, her father bestowed upon her this golden girdle. So if you look on my pictures on the drive, you'll see there's an image of her wearing this golden girdle. And this is speculated to be the magic girdle of Aphrodite. It represents the power of a women's allure, like over men. You know what I'm saying? It would become known as the belt of Hippolyta. That's like... Oh, okay. Ultimately, it ends up Okay, so I'm having a little bit of a brain fart. Is the girdle the thing? It's the structure that you wear underneath like a hoop skirt. It's the structure that you wear. That's not what I was picturing. Girdle. Think of like, it keeps the skirt girdle. I don't know why I was assuming that she would be wearing like lingerie. (laughs) Well, I mean, in the picture, her titty is definitely hanging out. Oh, so it's like... It's like... 45 BC lingerie. Like, yeah. Okay. So obviously because of its value and meaning, it was a coveted item. Like a lot of people wanted it. There was this dude, King Eurystheus. He is the antagonist in the Greek version of Heracles, Hercules. Oh yeah. And the 12 leaders. So he basically was the dude who told Hercules to go out on all these different missions. He was like, yo, I got this mission for you. Go do this. Yeah. I got this mission for you. Hoping that he would die. Well, no, he just knew that Hercules needed to prove himself as a hero. Oh! And he needed Sorry, I'm thinking done. back to, like, the Disney character, and it's, like, that weird little Sorry, old man. Sorry, I should man. say Heracles, then. Yeah. Because that'll distract you. Yeah, 
get the me Hercules. away. I'm, now I'm picturing Heracles. like the dancing um, and the crushing of the rock. So and shit. this king wanted to present this girdle to his daughter at the time as a gift. He was like, you know, it's a symbol of women's power and strength. Yeah. I want you to have it. Wow. You're my daughter. So he sent Heracles out on what would become his ninth out of 12 missions oh, to, to, get to become girdle. a hero. That was like the whole thing in the Greek mythology. So yeah. I'm a hero, this and that. He would send him out his ninth labor to retrieve the belt of Hippolytus. He shows well, Hippolytus up. Hippolytus is alive and it's on her? She's alive. It's on her. It's been bestowed upon her from her father. She's chilling. She's chilling with this girdle. She's hat hanging out. She's adapt like she's like training her like Amazonian yeah. women. She's like, she's ruling She's getting the ready world. for battle. She's ruling the world. She's doing her fucking thing. What the so fuck? So he shows up up Heracles and there's two versions of this story so this is a common theme I'll say that probably yeah, four more times like a his and hers <laughs> yep Literally. in one version it said that Hippolyta was forthcoming with the golden girdle i.e. she like brought it to him and dropped it off at his ship and was like oh here you go. So happy you came and picked this up for Exactly. Me. The second version claims that Heracles had to go fight for it. Okay? Either way, simultaneously, at the same time, Heracles' mother, Hera, who we know from mm-hmm. even just the Disney Channel movie, she disguises herself as an Amazonian woman and tells everyone that Heracles is there to kidnap the queen. And, like, you have to go fight. You have to go revolt. Because this dude is going to take your queen away. Like, go. What? And sends the people into this stir and like basically they show up in Hercules' ship they fight him off two versions of the story one version she dies right on the spot Hippolytus dies just like done well because Heracles kills her and kills and then fights off the rest (gasps) of the Amazonians and and is like fuck you I'm taking the girdle like we're out Second version, I which like I prefer version. Okay. because it that extends sounds, the story a little it's, bit. It's probably nicer. Says that he abducted her. Oh. Okay. Takes her back to Theseus, who was the hero and the founder of the city of Athens, to become her wife. Oh, like a... So like Heracles a, is like, I got you the like girdle and bride. I got you a woman. And you can have both and she'll be your bride and here's your girdle for your daughter. I've completed my ninth labor. It's basically what he's saying. So in this time, Hippolyta would Ugh. kind of fall in love. Oh, with him? Yeah. So it was like... It was kind of nice. And they had a son, and his name was Hippolytus. So there's Hippolyta, Hippolytus. That's like the Marion and Mary thing. Now, some argue that this whole story... Basically, the people that believe that she died when Heracles... Heracles, Hercules, same person... Came Mm -hmm. and took the girdle. The people that think that believe that the rest of the story, as told, is what happened to her sister, which was Anne... T-O-P or whatever. Oh, okay. That yeah. then she was kidnapped and brought back right. and found love. Right. And But yeah. there's a lot of speculation to disprove that. So whether she was abducted or murdered, these hostile events are what ended up, it would be known as the Attic War, which I had never heard of before this. But it was apparently a war where the Amazonians marched on Athens and tried to like take down the city. What? And so what we have to remember, like I really had to, at this point, I had to go back and google like what are the amazonian women like i'm mm-hmm. not understanding what they are but they were a sector of greek warriors who like had their own town pretty yes much. and were trying to just like instill their own values in this like super already super hostile community of you know athenians yeah. and spartans wait and- pause you might have told me this and i forgot because i'm high did they just like make these people or did so they these women were from these they were refugees from persia oh. egypt and 
China so, mainly. Oh, so they were all the people that all got like women. shunned out of yep. their communities. Yep. And they, they came were together all and made a new one. Exactly. That's so cool. And they wanted to learn how to fight and be strong and fight for their people. Wait, and now they're just like taking Athens over? They're like, fuck now you Now they all. wanted to take Athens over. Yes. So this is why this makes sense is because if they wanted to take Athens over, it's clearly because they thought that the king of Athens killed their queen. Yeah. Or abducted their queen. You yeah. know what I mean? So they clearly or had a Or that he was reason. doing like a very poor job and they were like, we are way better than you. Exactly. So you suck. Exactly. So whether it was, you know, abducted or that's what happened. Theseus ends up tossing her aside for a woman named Phaedra. Are you kidding me? She was a Cretan princess uh, who was a turned Athenian queen. But it wasn't, she ended up having like a love affair with her son. Oops. Because it's Greek mythology. I'm sorry. You can't not. She had a great love affair with her son, Hippolytus. So... (laughs) Yes. Hippolyta and Hippolytus. Yes. So did she have this affair with her son like before she got thrown out of no, the castle? No, no, or no. After? She was thrown out the wayside. He was like, I'm leaving you for Phaedra. She's amazing. But Phaedra and Hippolytus were having an affair at the same time. Not the mother and stepson. I feel like that's what I made it sound like. Hippolytus <gasps> and Phaedra, the dude that the dad oh left the mom God. for, were having an I affair. I literally thought you meant that Sorry. the mom and the son, and then you were like, so good. Casual but about it. it is really Greek mythology. And I was like, something like that would happen. Incest! Ah! But here we go. So if you believe she didn't die at the hands of Heracles initially, like yeah. when he came to All get the girdle, yeah. then you are probably one of the ones who believes that she died in Athens, which is like the second version of her death. So okay? after all this stuff happens, then she... And of course, there's two versions to her death in Athens. One Just is right, that she died for Theseus. Oh. The other is that she died at the hands of Theseus. I like that one. Nobody... That really one's more drama. Knows. That is a lot more drama. So some say like, no, she was just really in love with her husband. She was fighting for him. Like she was fighting on her side and she got killed by her own people. The Amazonians who were attacking them. You know, she died to protect her man. All this shit. Others say he was like, I want to be with Phaedra. Get this bitch out of here. And actually inflicted the wound on her that killed her. That's the other speculation. See, honestly though, men are, men are. Ooh. Either way. Ooh. Hippolyta died and the Amazonians retreated from Athens. Okay? And gave up. So they went back. Yep. Their queen died and they were like, I'm fine. Yep. They fight. were like, we no longer have anything to fight for. We're done. Like, we're out. So here we go. And this is just a fun little like, whoop, whoop, other aspects where Hippolyta shows up. So DC Comics picked oh. up the character as a personification of the myth. In the cool. comic book, Hippolyta has had relations with Hercules and his father, Zeus. Okay. She is also claimed to be the mother of Wonder Woman herself. Okay, I was about to ask you that because have you seen Wonder Woman? I know you're not. No, and I'm not a comic book fan. You need to watch it. Once I watched that, or once I read this and about that, I was just mainly confused and I was going to bring this up as like a discussion, but like the racial connects, I guess, are just not adding up to me because I feel like in my head I was thinking like, okay, people from Egypt, Persia, and China, some of those people have to be black 
Yeah. Obviously from Egypt. Yeah. I just never bought that Wonder Woman was her daughter because I was like, how is she so white? Because clearly she's from like Amazonian descent, which in my head was like colored women. That's not necessarily the case. And that's what I was talking about earlier. How like when I Googled the picture of Amazonian warrior women. Well, and we also have to think about that Wonder Woman is being depicted right now in modern society as white. Was she always historically white? I don't... She was honestly, like, t- like she was, like, tan Like, she was, like, yes. darker she than white. She had, like, white. caramel skin. Yes. Yes. Because but wasn't need- fully black. Well, and that's the thing, because we need to think about, like, even when they depict pharaohs and stuff. No way are fucking right. pharaohs Nordic skin that's color. Let's about. try again, people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think in the movies, it's, like, a whitewash thing. You know, right. where, like... That, and that's what kind of gave me... When I read Egyptian, I was like, oh, so it does kind of make sense. Because, like, she could be of really any descent and still look really white you know so i'm honestly, not a comic book when you person, watch like, wonder woman though they do lighten skin colors in movies sometimes and like always depict people as being white and they're not necessarily always white in the history books you gotcha. know so like i bet you anything wonder woman was by no means white right as we like caucasian as we would describe it i bet you anything she was a lot more of a mixed race or mm-hmm. a multiracial or you know because she came from a multiracial civilization absolutely yeah it's good i know i absolutely will i'm glad i didn't realize you had seen it so i definitely will yeah it's on netflix i'm pretty sure or disney plus for sure but the key difference between the myth and the character is the children so the myth of hippolyta the greek myth she never had children she had hippolytus yeah who was the male in wonder woman she had like multiple women children i guess and wonder woman was one of them but then there's like multiple sisters too oh so like i guess that was one of the key differences yeah where they kind of like book people were like this is different like this is why they're different the name or character also appears in another popular culture reference which you and i will be very familiar with a midsummer's night dream oh shut up shakespeare uses theseus and hippolyta as the ruler of athens and his warrior bride to represent order and stability which contrasts the uncertainty instability and darkness of most of the rest of the play which i'd did not realize at all. The I'm gonna name- be honest. I read them. I did. I didn't retain it, Same. but it was there. The name Hippolyta means literally stampeding horses. Wow. Which is why she symbolizes such strength and vigor. Her divine lineages are generally related in some way to strength and in particular to war. Despite her divine blood, however, Hippolyta, like most Greek characters in mythology, wasn't always able to take advantages of her good fortune. I chose this topic because her own exploits are rarely the subject of stories in Greek mythology, i.e. she is famous because she was a character in someone else's story. She succeeded her mother as queen, Yes, she had, like, multiple, like, battle successes, and that was great and everything. Like, she was a notable character and, like, worthy of talking about. She was Um, just always, like... But she was never the main character in her own story. She was the... Like supporting actress. Exactly. <laughs> like, like when you win supporting actress, you're like, ah, and so fuck you. <laughs> this whole topic was inspired, as I said earlier, by HBO's Lovecraft Country. The character Hippolyta in this show represents finding the power and freedom to be who you are in spite of the obstacles in front of you, which sort of goes against the mythological meaning of her. Oh, but she's like legit a character in this show. Oh, yeah. She's a character in the show. And she's a black woman in the show. 
show. Oh, that's cool. And she, there's this whole episode dedicated to like her going to find who she is and what she is and why she is. And she becomes Hippolyta in the past and like this warrior Amazonian woman. And, oh, like, this show sounds really you cool. You need to fucking watch it. Dude. I didn't realize it had so much Greek mythology and stuff. Yeah, in it. it's fucking good. So that's it. That Damn. was my. That was my thing. But yeah, damn, that really sucks because I feel like she does have a lot of cool things that she's done and things that she'll continue to do. And it just sucks that she was never able to be, you know, to have her story told. That she was always just this person that was a supporting character and then would like fall to the wayside. It's unfortunate. Check gymnast. Here we go. <gasps> yeah, check some back. Good luck with those pronunciations. I think I sent you this Instagram because this is where I got this woman from. That Instagram. Instagram page feminist her story very amazing check it out as a lot of cool women but I found this woman she's a Czech gymnast by the name of Vera Chaslovska I'm gonna assume that's right I was like if you're waiting for me to correct you it's not I didn't know if you were like yes I speak fluent nope check um yeah so I barely speak English dude so yeah she will forever be known as Vera because I'm never pronouncing the last name again not only did she win 22 international titles so 7 of the 22 or no additional 7 Olympic gold medals she also was very outspoken about the Soviet Union so this is all happening do you know about the Soviet Union that's in kind of a down way. Is oh the my gosh. Sorry. I know about the Soviet Union, you bitch. Okay, just that like around. When it was happening? Yeah, like when it was happening. Got so it. like in the late 60s Cold War. So they were basically at this point taking over other like countries in the surrounding area. So this was okay. kind of like the beginnings of their like fucking reign and terror yeah, I didn't and all know that, that shit. So that's good. Yeah. So Vera was born in Prague in 1942. And for some reason, I can't find a lot on when she was a kid. Like it literally says nothing. Mm-hmm. All it says is that she was training as a young girl to be a figure skater. But then she decided to switch over to gymnastics because she found out that she was just really terrible at figure skating. There was, so I don't know how accurate this is because there was also sources saying that she became a secretary in 1954. So do that math. And it says she would be like 12 years old as a secretary. So I don't know. Ah! Was that a thing? That in far Prague? Out. What time is it? What, what year is it? 1954. Could be, dude. Would she be like a 12 year old secretary? Could be. I mean, I guess what I'm else pro- are they yeah. doing? So then everything from that, that's like what I hear. And then it just jumps right to her 20s. And that's when she was winning a bunch of medals and she was really kind of taking off in the gymnastics world and she would participate in a lot of world championships so what happened is in her 20s she got this arch nemesis named larissa larissa she's a a woman that was in the same country so you know how in the olympics you compete by country it says was a girl that was on her team technically but she was a soviet union supporter vera was openly against anything having to do with the Soviet Union and was was like fighting and rooting for like democratic change in Prague like throughout her entire career. Yeah. So she fucking hated this girl Larissa and in the 1962 World Championships that they both competed in because you know how there's the championships and like titles and stuff in the Olympics is like the cream of the crop. She finished second to Larissa and she was like you're gonna fucking 
pay. She was literally like, I'm going to beat your ass. Then that really pushed her forward. And between the years of 1964 and 1968, she won 19 titles. And then she competed against Larissa again. And 19 titles in how long? In four years. Woof. Four years, she won 19 titles. Okay, keep going. You know how there's, like, the beam and the vault and the floor routine and then, like, the thingy with the rings that I, like, don't know what that is? Yeah. She won gold in every single category every time she would compete. I was reading this article that this modern-day gymnast was talking about her in the past, and he was like, if you could compare her to anyone, she was, like, the modern-day Simone Biles. And she's only won four Olympic... So Vera was, like, fucking awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. so, so good. And no one knows about her at all. Not even a little bit. The reason, and I I just want to say why she was so good and why she was winning so many gold medals because back in the day, dance, gymnastics was literally dance. Like, fancy dance. Like, you didn't... jazz dance? Kind of. Like, there wasn't strength and stamina and, like... Whereas gymnastics these days are very much, like, athletic Yeah, like, we've all seen Stick It where you're like, ha, 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 Absolutely. You know, like doing that thing where you're like, absolutely, yeah. Vera was one of the first women to start incorporating this style into her routines. Okay, so she was the one that was showing that raw power and was like doing all these crazy acrobatic stunts with her gymnastic routines. So then this brings us right up to 1968, and I had okay. to do, I had to look into this because I honestly I know about the Soviet Union, but not that much or anything about Czechoslovakia because. Because, like, how often do we learn I don't know about, about, like, either. the Middle East, you <laughs> yeah. know? Or, like, Western or Eastern Europe or whatever. So, basically, at this this time, the Soviet Union is gaining so much power that they're starting to take over all the neighboring countries. So, they originated in Russia. And they're starting to, like, branch okay. down and, like, do their thing. Good job. Yeah. They're doing their thing. At the time, Czechoslovakia had this very liberal, and I'm using liberal as a loose term, because think about liberal in the 60s. Like, not that liberal. Liberal in the 60s versus liberal now is, like, fascist versus conservatives. Yeah. It's, like, It's night and day. It's it's black and white. It's It's, very distinguished. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. So this liberal guy, Alexander, I'm sad that these people had to deal with because the things he removed was censorship, so allowing citizens to speak their mind, because before Alexander came into power, you could not do that. Leisure travel out of the country. If you lived in Czechoslovakia before this guy was in power, you could not just, like, go on a vacation out of the country unless you had his business. his specific approval or business. Or approval. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's when he came into power, up. he's like, you do you. Like, sorry, whoever did that to you. Go do it. Of a vacation. Yeah. So now that more freedoms were being given, in July of that same year, this manifesto was written and it started to circulate around town. It was demanding for democratic change and even more freedom. And Vera jumped on board and she was like, fuck yes. Sign and me was up. like, where can I sign? Yep. Sign and me up a thousand times. She signed, she promoted it, she was super outspoken about it and used her titles and like standings to like get the word out she was like people know me i'm gonna help you get this thing going the soviet union found out 
and was like, "Mm -mm, no. And within a month, so this manifesto went out in July and in August, they took over a Czechoslovakia and gained control. A month. A month. One month. One month. You have to think about that. They didn't even hear it at the beginning of the manifesto. So I would say more like two weeks. You know, you have to think about in like the 60s. By the time they heard about it and implemented it. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. They just came in and they're like, oh, Alexander, fuck you. We're in charge now. Get out of here. Get. Throughout all of this mm-hmm. democratic woohoo shit that Vera's doing, she is still training for the Olympics that are supposed to be taking place in October of that year. And it's August. And it's August. And she's training <laughs> and trying to get a democratic country started, pretty much. Yeah. And just like being a badass. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I literally just said, we have all seen Stick It. So we know I what that training shit is. And if you don't watch Stick It watch again. Watch Stick It. What are you doing? Turn on this podcast and go yes, watch it. Or, and she's still time to protest the government. Yes. So queen. Now we're in the Soviets have invaded. And they declared, made a public announcement, and they were like, anyone that signed that manifesto. That's what declared means. Yes. Yeah. They like <laughs> came up, made a public announcement, and they were like, hey, if you sign that manifesto, we're coming for you. Okay. And if you support democracy, we are coming for you. I feel like that's what's happening in the real world right now. Yes. So Vera was literally like, ooh, this is not good. And had to flee from Prague. So she had to flee to this tiny mountain village. But mind you, she's fleeing it like in August. So she still has participated in the Olympics in October. So she has to train, but she's in this tiny mountain village away from her training facility and all this shit. But she's like doing shit to train still. Uh, She's shoveling coal. Okay. She's carrying sacks of potatoes as a daily workout. She's using tree, she's like chopping trees down and using logs as balance beams and swinging from tree branches for those like ring things like to practice her like vaults and shit basically a jane from tarzan yeah i was gonna say yeah that sounds like a czechoslovakian jane Jane. fun so cool she was doing all this during the time and she had to go and she had to plead her case with the government on why they should give her permission to go so she would plead and plead and plead with the government a few days before she was scheduled to compete they were like yeah i guess we'll fly you out it doesn't say but I feel like they waited until the last second to hopefully like trip her up mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you don't have any time to train. Sorry, bitch. But then what happened is she got to Mexico and she's like, well, fuck you all. You're getting like situated to the altitude because it's so different here in Mexico City. It's high above sea level. And she was like, I'm way ahead of you because I was in the mountains and I was swinging from trees and doing all this shit. So I'm ready, ready to mm. go. Mm. So mm. she kicked ass and won the gold medal. And it. her rival was there. And spoiler, she beat her she was literally like you suck bitch and soviet union sucks and kicked her ass and then this is the best part about her and why i did her because when the time came for the medal ceremony you know how you go up and you stand on the podium and they drop your flag Mm -hmm. and they play the anthem and all this stuff she blatantly turned away from her flag on national television she took a knee though yes the world is watching her and she she took a knee and she turns away from her flag and refuses to sing the national anthem everyone 
much respect for that. Yes. And everyone was like. Because it's like you can represent whatever your country is while not believing in what your country stands for. Yes. That's the ultimate thing. It's so cool. Like She went and competed because she was like, I believe in the shit that my country can do. But I do not support your actions right now. And I do not support the people in power. And she made it known to the world. And her entire country. And how many years ago was that? In the 60s. So it was 1968. So 50 years ago. It was still a thing. Yeah. It was still a thing. Her entire country rallied around her. They were like, fuck yes. They were all, because then they started realizing like, okay, yeah, the Soviet Union sucks dick. What are we putting up with? So when she returned home, of course, everyone loved her, but the government started investigating her for being an unhealthy influencer. That's what they said. Okay. And then they barred her from competing in any competitions ever again. So they literally were just like, oh, you're back in Czechoslovakia. You instantly need to retire. You can't leave the country for any reason. And we're going to monitor you and your every waking move. Yeah, that was fun for her. So, yeah. Yeah. So she tried to write an autobiography about it. And then the Soviet Union was like, no. No, 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 no. And they like took control of her copies and like heavily censored it. And they're like, if you want to release it, it needs to be released like this. And it like took out all the shit that the Soviet Union did and like all this stuff. So they were just basically being assholes to her. She eventually got a hold of people in Mexico and they were like, come be a coach here. And like, you're awesome. We love you. And she tried to do that. The government wouldn't let her leave. They told her that she couldn't leave to go be a coach in Mexico. And Mexico had to refuse to start, they had to tell Czechoslovakia that they were never going to export oil from them ever again and basically like close on trade deals for them to like let Vera go live in Mexico. Like the Mexican government bless their souls. Like, thank God they took care of this. They had to, like, go to the Soviet Union and they're like, we're never gonna fucking trade with you again. Give us Vera. Like, this is absurd. Let her go. The Soviets caved. So then she got to go live in Mexico for 11 years. Oh my God. And got to, like, this has been thing. a roller coaster of emotions, dude. I, I am like up and down. I don't know what her is left or right. I am just shook. So she did that until the 80s. And then finally, the Soviet Union by then was like taken care of. And Czechoslovakia was back in like some more liberal powers and mm-hmm. all these things. And everyone could openly speak about how amazing she was. So she came back to Czechoslovakia and they made her president of multiple committees and associations for gymnastics. And she became a coach and she was given the sports person award of the year. And okay. she just got a lot of recognition that was well-deserved, which was amazing. And then she got to retire on her own terms when she was ready and not forced out of it. But unfortunately, she got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and died in 2016. So she lived like a long and fruitful life. Wow. So think about it, She died four years this ago a long time. and dealt with all that fucking shit. And when we bring up the question, so that was Vera. But now I want to preface right into like why we didn't learn this mm-hmm. because I know exactly why we didn't learn this. Tell me. Because we talk about all the time about how a lot of U.S. people don't really care about other history and they're just so focused on like the U.S. history Mm -hmm. that they don't necessarily see world history. So in the exact same Olympics, 1964, do you know what's happening in the U.S.? No. That's like the entire human rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr. And literally Black Lives Matter and desegregating the South. First time it tried to... 
do. Yes. When it's doing- I- what I mean is like the start of the ongoing battle. Okay. The start of everything. Okay. So at the exact same time, at the, the same Olympics, this gold medalist and bronze medalist, Tommy and John, they were two people from the United States, two black men. Okay. It was like Tommy Smith and like John. I, something. yeah. I was yeah. less interested in John's last name. I don't know why, but like Tommy stood out to me. But at that medal ceremony, they raise their closed fist in black power like promoting black power mm-hmm. to like promote the movement and they did that on national television so that became a big thing in the u.s which even then we didn't learn about it unfortunately like i had no clue until their names were written about vera she really lifted up czechoslovakian history like tommy and john did that for us that was the year where the olympics everyone, wow. like all the people in the olympics were like our government sucks right what is happening but yeah so that's why i think we didn't learn about it i'd be curious i don't know anybody from czechoslovakia but i would be really honestly curious if they learn about if it. they learned about her yeah. or how much they know about her yeah. because it sounds like she really did make a huge difference and was such a hero to a lot of people because of everything she won and everything she stood for yeah that's vera She's a fun lady. But now I'm curious why you think we didn't learn about yours because we didn't even talk about that. So I segued in right while. I mean, I just think that we don't learn about Greek mythology in general, really. I didn't. Yeah. That was something I had to like pursue either through my theater studies or like through my own personal curiosity. I do remember briefly, very, very briefly in one of my English classes reading. Yeah. Like we learned. Yeah. Like, you have to think about, we learn about Hercules. I remember just, like, seeing Hercules as, like, a Disney movie. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, I feel like what happens is we don't necessarily learn about them. We just hear the names a lot, but we don't necessarily know the actual history. You know, it's all, like, the we're learning, like, the fabrication of it all. We're not learning the... Like, the cartoon version of it all? Yeah. Yeah, like, the myth portion of it and we're not learning about all the other you know just the fact that she had so many Mm storylines we only learn I feel like one storyline but there's really like 40 different scenarios there's so many yeah and when it's adapted from like Roman to Greek to like Egyptian to the it's like mythology is such a deep inherent part of who we are it's Mm -hmm. it's worth exploring because it's powerful and it's important yeah I feel like we don't necessarily like especially in modern times we don't get really taught why it's important or like how it's going to change things but it definitely helps you shape an understanding a further understanding of like a lot of the stories that you've heard of that you're like oh actually this is like the myth of like Mm -hmm. this it's like oh yeah oh it's all related and it's really cool too because i feel like greek mythology really comments on the human condition and it's like like, basically what we paid all that money to learn yes that theater in general just comments on events and societal norms right. and, and, the human and the human condition. And it makes, you know, and it has stories to make people uncomfortable. So then you recognize and learn and, you know, be more self-aware. And I feel like a lot of Greek mythology is like that because it's all about these, not only that you worship these gods, but it's about these all-knowing creatures 
Yeah, I mean, my main thing was, like, I heard the name in a show, and I was like, why would someone name their daughter after that? was really my, like, driving thought. Oh, and then you looked into it, and you were like, wait, this woman's I was like, why would you want to name your daughter after that? And then I found out that she was, like, this really strong personification of what women's power could be. That is so cool. And that's our untold high story, folks. See our corresponding Instagram posts for any additional resources or feel free to reach out to our direct email at untoldhistory, spelled H-I-G-H-S-T-O-R-Y, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram.